Have you ever noticed how easy it is to get distracted when you're praying with other people and you're not the one who's leading the prayer? Uh, for me, just a, a simple uh, text message or uh, a random noise or something outside of my window can distract me if we're praying together. A couple weeks ago, I was on a Zoom meeting, and we started off our meeting by praying together. And, uh, you know, we, we, I closed my eyes, I bowed my head, and uh, we started praying. And as soon as we started praying, my computer dinged. I had just received an email, and so I opened my right eye just a little bit, just enough uh, so that I could see, but nobody else could see that I was opening my eyes. And I saw that it was an email that I had been waiting for for a couple of days. And so uh, I closed my eyes, and I told myself, as soon as this, me- this prayer is over, I'll check it, and I'll answer it. Well, the prayer kept going and going and going, and uh, I started to get uh, anxious because I wanted to reply to this email. So I opened my eye again just a little bit, and I noticed that everybody on the screen had their eyes closed and were looking down. So I figured that was my perfect chance. So I opened my eyes. I opened my email really quick. I responded to the email, and I, I hit send, and I closed my eyes, and we kept praying, and then we said, Amen. Have you ever done something like that? Maybe it wasn't your email that distracted you from prayer, but maybe uh, as you were praying together with a group, you suddenly thought about all the things on your to-do list. Or maybe you thought about a deadline that you have coming up at work. Maybe you even started uh, thinking about what you're going to have for lunch or for dinner that day. The reality is that when we pray together and we're not the ones leading, and I think that's really important, when we're not the ones leading, it's very easy to get distracted and disconnected from the prayer that is being said in the group. So today I want to look at scripture uh, and a, a, a particular scripture that I think outlines three things that we can do to stay focused Uh, when we pray together, but we aren't the ones leading. I want you to listen to this text from Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. Now, as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, Do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. Now, I know that some of you are going to say, Fernie, they're not praying in this uh, story. So how can it talk to us about uh, what to do when we're praying together and we're not the ones leading, right? What can this scripture tell us about staying uh, focused when we pray? Well, let me unpack this story, and I promise that it'll make sense and why I chose this story and why I think this story is very powerful. You see, the first thing that we learn from this story is that we have to be present. I think that's very important. We have to be present when we pray together. And we're not the ones leading. You see, in verse 38, we're told that Martha welcomed Jesus into her home, but then uh, immediately becomes distracted by the many tasks she has to do. And I want you to think about how ridiculous this is. Martha is, uh, Martha says to Jesus, welcome Jesus, come on in, make yourself at home, right? Come into my house. But as soon as she does that, She completely ignores Jesus because she starts making dinner and maybe even sweeping the house and doing dishes and starts dusting uh, furniture. You see, she invites Jesus into her home, but then starts focusing on uh, everything else that has to get done. Surely 
none of us would do that, right? Well, look, I hate to burst your bubble, but I think we all do that more often than we realize. You see, every time we go to God in prayer, what we're doing is that we're welcoming Jesus into our presence. When we pray, we are inviting God into our prayer rooms, into our time of worship, into our homes, into our Zoom meetings. Anytime we pray together, we are inviting Jesus into our presence, which means that every time we pray together and we get distracted, we like Martha, uh, we're, we're like Martha in that we invite Jesus into our presence, but then we start focusing on something else. You see, every time we pray together and we start thinking about our emails or our to-do lists or our deadlines or whatever it is that we start thinking about, we become like Martha. We invite Jesus, but quickly get distracted and we put our attention elsewhere. You see, if we're going to pray together, we have to make sure that we put all of our uh, distractions aside. Turn your email off. Put your phone on silent. Commit to yourself that if you are praying together with others, you will do whatever you can so that nothing will distract you. One of the things I've had to start doing, because I, I can get distracted easily, uh, I, I started putting my phone on silent, and I started... Um, completely closing out my email so I get no notifications. I've also on my phone, I've taken off all my notifications for Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and uh, everything uh, that, that would send me notifications. I'm trying to, to get rid of those as much as possible because when I pray, I'm trying to be present. And the only way I can be present is if I get rid of distractions. So I wanna encourage you to try to do the same thing. How can you get rid of distractions when you pray together? Well, the second thing that we have to do that I think this text teaches us is um, we have to put our attention on Jesus. I'm going to say it again. If we are to uh, pray together with other people and not be the ones leading and, and, and stay focused on the prayer, then we have to put our attention on Jesus. You see, it's not enough to just put distractions aside. I don't know about you, but there are times uh, when my brain just goes blank. Have you ever done that? In those moments, I'm not thinking about anything. I'm not focused on anything. I'm just there. I'm not distracted by my emails or texts, but I'm also not engaged in the prayer. Have you ever had a moment like that? Yeah, I think this text warns us against that and gives us a tool to, to um, avoid that happening. So we're told that after Jesus arrives, right, Martha gets distracted with all the tasks she has to do and finish, right? But in verse 39, we're told that uh, her sister Mary was sitting at Jesus' feet. See, the best way uh, to not get distracted is to put ourselves in a position where our attention is fully on Jesus. That's what Mary was doing. She put herself at Jesus' feet, and she put herself in a position where her attention was fully on Jesus. You see, when we pray together and someone else is leading, and look, I keep saying that because I think when we're praying, we're focused. When somebody else is praying, it's easy to lose uh, uh, focus and to get distracted, right? When we pray together and someone else is leading the prayer, it's easy to just close our eyes and zone everything out. But what if instead we try to find a way to put our attention on Jesus, just as Mary did? You see, for Mary, putting her attention on Jesus meant that she put herself right at Jesus' feet, as close to him as possible. 
Let me tell you some things that have been working for me lately, and they don't always work. I have to be really intentional about them, but uh, I, I try to be as intentional about them with these little uh, tricks, if you will. So I've got three items in front of me. The first one is this little frog. It's, it's a tiny little frog, uh, you know, about the size of my thumb. And uh, I, to be honest, I don't remember where I got this frog. It was either my mom or my mom got it for me as a gift or, or I bought it myself. But I remember right uh, as I left for college, my mom gave me a frog. It was a little squeaky frog. And she said to me, Fernie, this frog stands for fully rely on God. And so this frog has pretty much always stayed at my desk at home. And uh, anytime I was doing homework or anytime I'm, I'm working or, or anytime I start praying and I start getting distracted from Jesus, I'll just reach over it and grab it and just hold it in my hand. And so in the last year, we've been doing a lot of Zoom meetings. And this has been the thing that uh, if I'm at my desk and I start uh, feeling myself getting distracted, I'll reach for it and just hold it in my hands while we pray, reminding me to focus on Jesus. I also have these uh, prayer beads. My, my friend Becky, she, she made these prayer beads a while ago. And... Um, this one usually stays at my desk at work. And whenever I'm on a Zoom meeting at work or uh, I'm spending some time at prayer in my office and I start getting distracted, I'll reach for this and just, just hold it in my hand as I'm praying or, or I'm reading my Bible, trying to keep my attention focused on Jesus, right? I also have this cross. Uh, my friend Katie McKay, Reverend Katie McKay gave me this cross. And um, it's a hand cross, so your hand fits perfectly in this, uh, around this cross. And uh, the, normally this cross stays in my truck. And if I'm, um, you know, if I'm driving somewhere, I'll promise you my eyes aren't closed while I drive. But if I'm going somewhere and I'm kind of in a reflective praying mood uh, as I'm driving, uh, it's easy to get distracted. And so I like to hold this cross just to, to calm me and remind me to stay focused on Jesus. And so um, these are some of my tricks that I use that I that I keep, uh, you know, ones that my work, uh, ones at home, my my desk at home, the other ones on my desk at work, the other ones in my truck, the three places I spend the most time at. And um, I just use them to remind me to stay focused on Jesus. So I want to encourage you, find something, anything in your house that you can either hold on to or that you can use to, uh, just like Mary uh, to help stay focused on Jesus. So this leads me to my third point uh, that I think this text is teaching us about staying uh, focused when we pray together and somebody else is leading. You see, the third thing that we have to do in order to not get distracted when we pray together is that we have to be attentive to what Jesus has to say. I'm going to say that again. We have to be attentive to what Jesus has to say. In verse 40, Martha is complaining to Jesus that Mary isn't working. And uh, in the very next verse, Jesus says this to Jesus. Uh, Jesus says this to Mary or to Martha. Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. Now, let me explain what's happening in this text because I don't want you to miss it. The reason Martha is so focused on the many tasks was because uh, that was the social norm of the time. You see, the expectation was that if a visitor came to your home, the women had to cook food and they had to prepare drinks and they, they had to make sure the house was clean. They, they had to do everything possible to make sure that the guest felt comfortable. That was the role of women at the time. Men had a very different role. The men would sit with the visitor and they would just talk and, and, and get to know this visitor and share stories with this visitor. You see, Martha was doing what society tells her to do. 
and she finds herself frustrated at Mary because Mary is doing exactly, uh, is going against what society tells her to do. Let me say that again, because I don't want you to miss that. Martha is doing exactly what society tells her to do. And as she's doing that, she finds herself frustrated at Mary because Mary is going against what society tells her to do. Jesus says, Mary has chosen the better part, Martha. Now, now, I know this is going to be different, but just go with me for a second. Every day, society tells us um, that uh, we need to check our social media notifications as often and as much as possible. Society tells us that we have to respond to emails within 10 minutes of receiving them. Society uh, tells us that we always have to be busy. Society tells us that there, is a, uh, that there are a lot of things that are, uh, tells us to do a lot of things that aren't good for us. You see, when we pray together uh, and we put our distractions aside and, and we focus on Jesus, the reality is that we're going to hear Jesus speak just as Martha heard Jesus speak. And, and I'm convinced that every single time uh, Jesus will tell us, uh, he'll encourage us, he'll challenge us to do something completely countercultural. Because Jesus knows that his way is better you see, when we're attentive to what Jesus has to say, we will always hear Jesus telling us to stop trying to live up to these crazy social norms. And instead, he'll offer us something better. Friends, when we pray together with others, it is so important that we find ways to turn off any distraction. It's so important that we find things that will help us stay attentive to Jesus. And even more than that, it's important to listen to what Jesus has to say. Because when we put the distractions aside, when we put our attention on Jesus, Jesus will speak. And I promise you that in doing so, you will find something more life-giving than anything else you could ever possibly be doing during that time of prayer. So as I pray for us today, I want you to put these into practice. I want you to put your distractions aside. I want you to find something that will help you put your attention on Jesus. And as we pray together, I want you to, to, to listen to what Jesus has to say in your life, whether it be through the prayer or whether it be what God is placing in your heart. So friends, as we uh, pray, I want you to listen to this prayer by Laura Jean Truman that I found on uh, social media this week. Let us pray. Grant us the courage to keep showing up to impossible battles, trusting that it is our commitment to faithfulness and not our obsession with results that will bring in your shalom. Amen.